Hey, good afternoon. This is Sharon. Of course it's Sharon because that's that's the person who's on this podcast, right? That's the person who started it. I'm just here to say hello. It's me all alone solo on October 24th and I'm uh, picking up the mic and decided to talk to you guys. So welcome to Middle Finger Happiness. Work hard, live well, don't fuck with me. Same title of my book on Amazon and for those of you who are already regulars, you got to hear that shit over and over again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, I am writing another book. Um, and then I'll have to say that title over and over. <laughs> and so you're going to hear that one as well. Uh, today, I was really honored to go to the Young Center in Houston. And if you don't know about the Carl Young Center, it's an amazing place. It's in the Museum District which is on the corner of Montrose and Bissonette. And, you know, I didn't really know about this place. It's an amazing place. It's definitely for people who are intellects, who are out-of-the-box thinkers, and is really based upon the, I, I guess you want to call it the philosophy or the findings of Carl Jung. You know, um, his mission was to support the development of, of greater self-awareness and, and relationships with the community and he was just an amazing person. I, I don't think enough people knew about him. Kind of like Frederick Nietzsche. I mean, we kind of all know Fred, Frederick Nietzsche. At least, I mean, I did. If you went to college and you had to take any type of, uh, you know, psychology classes or sociology classes, then you would definitely know who he was. And it's just really cool that the city of Houston has... Um, created this place. It's like a more of a depth, in-depth uh, psychology of, of Carl Jung. I hope I'm saying this correctly. I don't want to fuck it up for, for anybody who's a really big fan, but it's just uh, a place dedicated to him and all his workings and all his teachings. He was definitely ahead of his time. And uh, people are still being influenced to this present day about the things that he has done. So I'm going to read a quote that is here that's just going to blow your mind because it blows my mind. Um, Carl Gustav Jung, who was born in 1875 and he passed away in June on June 6, 1961. And he says, I am satisfied with the course my life has taken. I'm astonished, disappointed, pleased with myself. I am distressed, depressed, rapturous. I'm all the things at once and cannot add up the sum yet. In spite of all the uncertainties, I feel solidity underlying all existence and in continuity in my mode of being. Life is or has meaning and meaninglessness. I cherish the anxious hope that meaning will predominate and win the battle. That's deep. Um, I, I might have to read that again on my own. It's, it's just a deep post of information and I don't know I I get turned on by that so yeah my book middle finger happiness is inside that bookstore so enough of that um I wanted to talk to you guys today about taking chances and doing things doing things that you're so fucking scared of doing uh and then you don't do them and you watch everybody else doing something that you think oh my god they're so look at them look what they're doing you know well uh, I got news for you. They probably don't know what the fuck they're doing either, but they're doing it. And then they get better at it. And then it comes easy. So 
when you see someone doing something fantastical, I don't know if that's a real word. Sounds like testicle. <laughs> fantastical. Um, you know, don't don't put too much thought into who they are, but put a lot of thought into God damn it, they made it happen. They took the risk. They took the risk. They were not sure how it was going to work out, but they did it anyway. And that's something that I'm going to really shout out today um, because somebody mentioned, you know, oh, you've got your art studio, you know, how, how easy it was for you because, you know, you're an artist. And I thought, oh, fuck, it wasn't easy. As a matter of fact, um, it was really hard. Um, and, and it still is. So I'm going to come back because sometimes the past is a good roadmap to the future. Not to say boohoo, this happened to me. I'm not saying that. But I didn't have the most positive upbringing with my mother. And having to grow up with somebody who was always negative inside your head telling you you're not qualified or that wasn't good enough. Somebody who could never give you a fucking compliment. That person has problems, but you don't realize that growing up. You just think it's you. So fast forward, here we are, older, wiser, smarter, and we give a fuck and we don't give a fuck. So I'm here to save you some time and shave off any scarce or scared feelings that you might be having because you're worried about, you know, what's your family going to say or what's your mom going to say or what's your dad going to say or what your husband is going to say, what your girlfriend's going to say, what your social media, fuck everybody and do your thing as long as it's a positive thing. I'm not saying to be a negative piece of shit person, a narcissistic abusive person and do something I'm saying if you you know what you're doing is going to bring quality and it's going to be bring betterment. If it's going to bring a positive influence to yourself, then you know it's going to be a good influence for someone else. So just to give you an example, uh, and I just posted this on Facebook. A lot of, some people don't know a few things about me. <laughs> Actually, y'all don't know a lot of shit about me, and I'm going to keep it that way because <laughs> there's a there's a few friends of mine who know me personally and uh thank god social media wasn't around you know 20 years ago (laughs) we didn't have camera phones but fast forward most people don't realize um before I started the podcast I never listened to a podcast never did um two years ago I wanted to start a podcast and someone told me hey you don't have anything to sell so don't do a podcast and me being you know that business person and the artist, both, I thought, well, shit, I don't have anything to sell, okay, yeah, you know, I'm not going to sell anything, I'm not going to do a podcast, well, I should have not taken that advice, because that motherfucker didn't have anything to sell either, but yet he had a podcast, Uh, and if you're listening, you know who you are, ha ha, we're still friends, by the way, so don't let that stop you, once I started the podcast, and I got it going, definitely, I listened to lots of podcasts, or, or I should say a handful, and just to let you know, this podcast, I mean, this is a baby podcast, in the ocean of podcasts, this is a tiny droplet, because there are much better podcasts than mine, um, I'm growing, I'm new, it's it's still in its infancy, it's getting better every time, uh, the quality's getting better, the content's getting better, I can tell you what, my confidence to be on the mic is definitely getting better. So you grow when you start taking these chances. Another thing you might not know about me is I never read a blog before I started blogging. I I just never, I knew I wanted a blog. 
you know, I thought, yeah, I've got a lot of stuff to share. And I wanted to, to, you know, share it. So when I started the Bitchy Business Briefs back in 2015, so it's going to be four years, um, I wrote two to three blog posts for like weekly for almost a year. And it grew fast. It was fucking tiring. Um, and I look back. In fact, I should re- I should post my very first blog post. It's so funny. I think it's maybe like four four sentences. I should just I should post that because it's stupid. Uh, but guess what? I did it. I did it. So again, do things that are going to make you uncomfortable. That's how you grow. Uh, and don't ask somebody what do you think fuck no because they're gonna tell you what they think and then what they think is not what you think and then it's gonna get all fucked up and you're not gonna do anything so don't ask just do another thing you might not know about me is um I had no idea how I was gonna pay for the art studio so I have an art studio or a studio and it's podcast studio art studio writing studio all I know is I had $1,800 from my uh, what do you call it? The refund you get from the fucking government, the IRS check. And I've been wanting a studio there for like three years. Um, I had a small office I was sharing. And then of course we had hurricane Harvey here in Houston and that fucked everything up, lost everything, lost, you know, clients because their businesses went down the, you know, down the river. Um, so I'd start all over. So when I had that $1,800, um, and I'm here, here's the numbers. My studio is 655 bucks a month. I'm like, yeah, I can pull that off. Well, guess what? Miss Zapata, your credit is not the best. It's not bad, but it's not the best. And we need double deposit. So fuck me. I had to put double deposit. And every month since then, you know, of course, there's it's a snowball effect. I definitely got busy doing art, going in that studio and working late at night um, or early in the morning and creating my my, my art. Um, I remember there's only being two chairs and an ice chest in there. Now you walk in there and it's like Alice in fucking Wonderland. It's a, it's a great place to be. I mean, the vibe in that studio that I've created, it's just like this magical place that when you walk in, I know for me, I wanted it to be this special place that I can do some great things. All the good things that are in my fucked up head can come out. (laughs) Because let's face it, we're all fucked up. We all got guardrail damage. Everybody does. So that's what I created. The writing studio, the art studio, the podcast studio. Um, And I'm just really proud of the hard work I've done there. And then another thing you might not know about me is before I decided to write these books, I did not go and research if they even had the title of the book that I was thinking about writing or that I wanted to write. I didn't even go research uh, anything about similarity. I just wrote my book. And now when I got it done or how to to get it going, of course, because I did it on KDP, which is Kindle Direct Publishing, which is Amazon. I own the rights. I am, uh, you know, Amazon just basically publishes it for you or prints it on demand and ships it out for you. You're in charge of making sure what you do with that book, market it, sell it, promote it, etc. That part, yes, I did research because I needed to know what the fuck I was going to do. And I'm still figuring that out, believe it or not. So all these things that I have been working on and they've been happening since last year. And I'll even give you the date when all this shit went down. May, May of 2018, 
to May of 2019. That's a whole year. Now we're here in October. So it's going on with May, June, July, August, September, October, a year and a half, maybe close to a year and a half in December. Um, has it been easy? Hell no. Am I on target to where I want to be? Hell no. Do I know the next step? Uh, hell no and hell yes. <laughs> so I knew some things. I'm getting better at it. Uh, I am working on the Middle Finger Happiness Journal. And it's going to be a really great tool. I have been journaling for years. If you come into my home office, I am an organized hoarder. There are many, many, many spiral notebooks. They're stacked in little neat piles, but I've been writing forever. It seems like it. So I I thought, well, God, there's got to be something better than just blank pieces of paper. So I have bought some of these real cutesy little, you know, journals and they have these little lofty quotes and have a nice day and, you know, just, just sweetness. Um, and I'm, I'm not the sweetness girl, although I am, I am a, I'm a, I'm a, what did I write the other day? I'm a delicate motherfucker. There you go. Maybe that should be the next tattoo I get. But I mean, the journal that I'm writing, it's a tool that I need to use. So it's kind of like a self-repair because at the end of the day, you got to do you. You have to make the changes for you. You can go to therapy. You can see a counselor. You can talk to your best friend. You can go get high and drink some beer and vent, but you still have to grab your own ass and turn yourself around. That's what I've had to do. So this journal is part of that. So the journal is going to be uh, a different design that I've never seen before. I'm not going to give you all the details, but it'll have quotables with an actionable, a a very easy, comfortable, yet kind of hard thing to do. And let me explain that to you. So for one thing I wrote like today, you know, I'm good at repairs. What will I repair today? We're all good at repairs. We've all had to repair something. Um, sew a button on a shirt, get some duct tape, fix something that's broken, have a deep conversation with somebody. So we're all good at repairs. What will I repair today? And, you know, what to do when you're overwhelmed? Well, the entire world is fucking overwhelmed. So how do you get unoverwhelmed? Well, you unplug from your social media. As a matter of fact, I have actually... Uh, taken the app off my phone of, you know, my, my LinkedIn, my Twitter, my Instagram and my Facebook app and literally just taken them off the phone for almost a whole day. And it was so beautiful that nobody bothered me because I got a lot of things done that when I put the apps back on (laughs) and it was like, ding, 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 you know, the DMs were going, you know. Another thing that I'm going to have in the journal uh, are some, some, like I said, easy yet challenging things to write about is, you know what, this is not 10 years ago. This is today. And what are you going to do today? Uh, another thing I have is how to make a list and it's going to say fuck failure. Failure doesn't give a fuck. And so, so what if you failed at something? List two things that you learned from your failures. Um, and most of us have failed at something. In fact, all of us have failed at something. And the most successful people do fail at some things. I mean, they're const- we're actually constantly failing. Now, I'm not saying like failing like you keep getting caught with pot and going to jail. Not that kind of failing. I'm talking about, you know, maybe, for example, you know, here we go, the art studio. I didn't calculate 
how much it was going to cost every single month. Uh, how much art was I going to have to create in order to sell it? How many workshops was I going to have to present? How many books were going to need to be sold? How many consultations was I, was I going to have to book? So those are f- failing forward type of mistakes. Okay. And then when you're fulfilled, you do achieve more. And I think that right there, if anything you can learn from this whole podcast today or tonight is when you are fulfilled, you achieve more, not satisfied, but fulfilled because they're two different things. Um, fulfillment is you, 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 you feel good about what you're currently doing or the things that you have, but you also want some more, you want improvement, right? Also inside the journal, I'm going to have like how to smash down triggers, you know, how, how to retrain your fucking awesomeness. Cause everybody has it. We just let uh, people come inside our head. And so you have to not do that. You have to not let people go inside your head. And when your mind goes to the edge of the extreme, what do you do? I'm going to repeat that question. When your mind goes to the extreme, to the edge of the extreme, what do you do? We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that said, um, going to wrap it up tonight was just a real short howdy doody um i'm still here i just hadn't made time to do a podcast and i thought i'd you know pick it up pick up the mic and do that so here it is october the 24th wishing you a happy halloweener wiener (laughs) i said wiener happy halloween (laughs) next week it's on a thursday it's kind of sucky i like halloween when it's on a saturday night or friday night um but anyway have a happy halloween i'm may do one more podcast before then until then take care peace out you can find me at middlefingerhappiness at gmail.com and if you were listening to the commercial in the very beginning of this podcast that's what keeps the podcast free those little commercials and you know doing the shout out this one was actually sponsored by the zapata group that's my other company i have where i do business development and copywriting and you can go to the Zapata group.net, Z-A-P-A-T-A group.net. All right, guys. Have a great night. Talk to you soon.